Man, what I mean to tell you, we are definitely indeed in a season where people are starting to basically harvest everything that they have planted in their lives. This is the season for it. And sometimes that harvest may not come in one or two or three years. Sometimes that harvest can take up to a half a century to finally sprout. So sit back, relax, because we're going to get into the case of Nancy Anderson and how after 50 years, she has finally gotten some justice. You're now listening to The Unpopular Opinion, the R-U-O, your girl, Rondell, bringing you the latest on news, politics, entertainment, and more. Like, share, and tap in. What is up, y'all, and welcome to Rondell's Unpopular Opinion. Now, when I heard this story, I said, OMG, this is something that we definitely have to break down because you can look at this story from so many different perspectives. But if you have not heard, a former ex-Nevada deputy attorney general has finally been arrested in connection to a murder of a teen girl in Hawaii that took place in 1972. Yes, you heard me. It took place damn near 50 years ago. Now, the New York Post reported on this story and basically said that thanks to DNA evidence obtained at the scene from his son, Tudor Chirilla Jr. has been arrested for the murder of Nancy Anderson. Now, the article goes on to state that a former Nevada deputy attorney general, y'all, who was tied to the infamous Mustang Ranch brothel, yes, tied to the infamous Mustang Ranch brothel, has been arrested in the brutal murder of a teenage girl 50 years ago in Hawaii. And as stated already, Tudor Chirilla Jr. is 77 years old, and he was arrested in Reno and has been charged with second-degree murder after DNA evidence had linked him to a fatal stabbing of then-19-year-old Nancy Anderson. And again, this took place in 1972. And Nancy, who had moved to the island of Hawaii after graduating from high school in Michigan a year earlier, was stabbed more than 60 times inside of her Waikiki apartment on January 7th of 1972, and this is according to Hawaiian police. Now, the Hawaiian police also stated that they never gave up on finding her killer, even though it happened damn near a half a century ago. And investigators reopened this cold case multiple times and investigated several suspects over the years. They had questioned door-to-door knife salesmen who knocked at Anderson's door just hours before her killing, as well as her former boyfriends and the property manager of her apartment building. And the salesmen volunteered their fingerprints, which were not matches, and passed polygraph tests too. The other suspects proved to be dead ends as well. And investigators finally got a solid lead this year after receiving a tip in December, all right, December of 2021, that Chirilla could be a suspect according to the criminal complaint. And police were able to confirm him as a prime suspect after obtaining a DNA sample from his son, whose name is John Chirilla of Newport Beach, California in March. The sample identified the younger Chirilla as the biological child of the person whose DNA was found at the crime scene. And this is according to the criminal complaint. Last week, 
Reno police executed a search warrant and collected a DNA sample directly from Tudor Chirilla at his Reno apartment. And two days later on September 8th, Chirilla attempted suicide. And on Wednesday, he was arrested and booked into the county jail in Reno where he is being held without bail on a charge of being a fugitive from another state. Now get this, Chirilla was a longtime attorney in Reno, Carson City and the Lake Tahoe area and served as a deputy attorney general following Anderson's murder in the late 1970s. And he even had the audacity to run for the Nevada Supreme Court in 1994, but he actually lost. And what's even crazier is, is that the murder charge is not the attorney's first run in with the law outside of his profession. Because in a 1998 federal indictment, United States prosecutors in Reno identified him as the former president of a company, AGE Corp, that served as a front for Nevada's brothel boss, Joe Conforte. Now in that case, the indictment accused Conforte and others of being a part of an elaborate conspiracy to defraud the government in bankruptcy proceedings when the Mustang Ranch brothel east of Reno was seized by the IRS and sold for back taxes in 1990 and illegally repurchased by Joe Conforte and his cohorts. So basically they were saying that Chirilla was involved in that and the government claimed Conforte hid his assets during bankruptcy proceedings to cheat the government and buy back the legal brothel under the hidden ownership of AGE Corp. And they're stating that Chirilla was actually the president of that corporation. Chirilla had testified as a government witness and acknowledged that he was aware that the corporation was owned and controlled by Joe Conforte, who disappeared likely to South America when the case went to trial in 1999. Yikes. Is this something that we got to look into in Rondell's Unpopular Opinion? Because, honey, <laughs> we got to make the math math. All right, so here's the thing. I would love to know how did the police in Hawaii get this tip. I wonder who really gave this tip. I wonder who found this information out that Chirilla was connected to this. And it's been over 50 years. Like... I really would want to know who gave this information to authorities because somebody had to give the information to the authorities because they pretty much were lost in the source. They really didn't honestly have any leads until someone basically dropped the dime and dropped the pin on Chirilla. That is the telltale question of all of this. And it's just crazy how people are definitely getting their harvest. He probably thought he would never be held accountable for what he did to this woman. And 50 years later, here we are. You know what I'm saying? But somebody, and it could be somebody that maybe he trusted, maybe somebody he was talking to, maybe somebody that he had dealings with, probably knew this secret. And I don't know whether or not he wronged them or did them foul. And this person went to pillow talking with the Hawaiian police. But this situation is crazy and it's just going to show how people who were once in power are definitely losing their power. They're losing their mind. They're trying to take the coward way out and they failed miserably because as you heard in this article that he tried to basically off himself and failed at it. He is definitely going to get his hand of accountability and I'm going to be honest, I think they're really going to throw the book at him and they're probably going to fix this to where he's definitely going to die in jail. 
like he's already 77 years old. He's not getting less than 10 years for this. He's not walking from this. They have the evidence that they need. They have the DNA tying him to this. Not only do they have his DNA, they have his son's DNA basically stating like this is you. They're solidifying that this is you based on your son's DNA, the DNA that we have for the crime, and you. All of this shit is a match. So they're definitely going to throw the book at him and the audacity to even try to even run for Supreme Court of the state of Nevada is just a real true slap in the face to be putting people away for these type of crimes that you know you yourself have committed and you haven't even went to prison for or haven't served your time and paid your debt. But a lot of people are getting their number called, y'all. A lot of people are going to have to face the hand of accountability. And they can no longer be on borrowed time. The karmic debt is old and they have to pay up. And that's all I got for you guys on this one. Major shout out to you for making it all the way to the end. Make sure you tell a friend and tell a friend about this platform. I love y'all. Y'all take care and y'all be well, all right? Peace.